0: And it it's weird when he talks i i i know he's from scotland but i've heard scottish people talk and they're way thicker so i don't know if he was in like a a, a specific part of scotland or maybe he was americanized through james bond or his his accent slowly slid away and Something. it wasn't as thick. Yeah i'm not sure yeah cuz i don't know
1: where he went to school so i mean yeah, it could have know. been his education it could have been um <sighs> cuz it's not the hard. <laughs> Yeah, it's like their tongue's getting (laughs) swallowed back into the throat. Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 58. This episode belongs in a museum as we discuss the 1989 action-adventure film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. But first, don't forget to visit our website, acatswithknownname.com, links to our Instagram, our YouTube, uh, all that good shit. So uh, you can comment there, you can comment on YouTube, uh, like us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, helps the show find new listeners, and thank you for listening. So Jay. So Matt. What'd you think? Still pretty good. (laughs) It's Still pretty goddamn good. So, this is the first movie I think I remember seeing in theaters. Oh. Um, if I've seen the th- movie in theaters before this. So, what uh, were you, six? Uh, yes. Wow. Yes, I was six. Do you so,
0: remember it? you actually remember it? Uh,
1: the thing I remember most is during the end when um, he chooses poorly and mm. – uh, my mom covering my eyes before oh, she he like ages like super quickly and everything else. Right. And, uh, dies. But, um, that's the thing that sticks out the most that and, um, was well, a six year old. It, it the, would, the it's funny scene. you say that because yeah. I
0: watched it with Lincoln and Liam. And when that part came up, Lincoln goes, daddy, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I was like, Whoa, that's kind of gnarly. Jeez. <laughs>
1: Scarn 'em young. You gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta scar them young. I'm getting ready for life. Yes. Um so yeah. And this is the one I think I've seen the most. Mm-hmm. Um my when my father had bought surround sound and oh, yeah. had it installed because Well, we, he
0: was what, the third guy to have surround sound? <laughs> yeah, <I mean>. probably. <laughs> the um
1: because it was one of the few uh videotapes or like it was one of the first videotapes that actually really use surround sound on a VHS cassette. And uh, we had, my parents had built a house when I was about 10, nine or 10. And so whenever he wanted to show off his sound system, he always chose the uh, clip when they're up in the mountain or looking down at the uh, the Nazis coming through. And uh, Sean Connery says, what are you doing? Henry, get down. And he's like, dad we're well out of range and they shoot a.
0: oh they shoot the the, the tank yeah the tank shell
1: the tank shell and it hits the car behind them and he always chose that scene because in surround sound you hear it like happening right in front of you and then you just hear it travel over. oh the yeah yeah. Head. so All that was right. kind of like his demo scene that he would always put in and then we'd most of the time end up watching the rest of the movie <laughs> right
0: gotcha <laughs> Um, and he'd stare at his friends and be like, What would you think? Yeah, what would you we, think of what that? What do you think? And they're just Jealous rubbing, yet? They're
1: rubbing their head and they're like, oh, This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're there. Mm-hmm. So, what about? So, you said you watched Raiders more. I did, yes. Than this one.
0: For sure. I We didn't own this movie, so we had to rent it. Okay. But I rented it plenty of times. Yeah. I've seen it a bunch of times. But I have I haven't seen it since, I don't know, 10 years ago. It's been about 10 years since I've seen it. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is the third one in the Indiana Jones trilogy. His people say because people don't talk about the, the right. next one. Yes, um, but this was this came out in '89, and uh, Spielberg pretty much made this one to apologize for <laughs> Temple <laughs> You of can Doom. tell. <clears throat> you can tell. Yeah, he, he brings back a lot of brings back Marcus, brings back Sala. And uh brings back the Nazis. Yep. And goes back to a Judeo Christian themed mm-hmm. uh, Artifact? Artifact. And like and you can
0: tell the, the the cold open, it's so lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was watching a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. With like, you know, the hero and like the way the villains acted. Mm-hmm. It's like they would act on a Saturday morning cartoon.
1: Yeah, not not necessarily evil, but right. They're they're antagonists, but they're not really gonna hurt. Kind of
0: oafy and almost they, they, their dialogue is like, "Give me the, give me the amulet, kid." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and they're actually letting Indy talk back to them. <laughs> like a regular villain would just like punch the kid in the face yeah. and grab it from <laughs> him, it throw down. him off the train.
1: Yep. Yeah, um, which I kind of liked because rewatching it, I, I mean, I probably hadn't seen it. In probably about the same amount of time i've seen the other ones usually if i watch one i end up watching all of them Mm -hmm. and i like that about those characters in the beginning to where because i mean they're not they probably weren't bad guys they weren't mercenaries but they were uh i mean they're kind of more or less guns for hire there's Mm -hmm. archaeologists for hire and to where they really didn't want to kill the kid I mean there's a couple of scenes where like well someone could have died there Oh, and, like, easy. and then there's trying to stab him so I mean it kind of plays off but you never really got that true sense of evil from them they yeah. just wanted that artifact
0: back well yeah. even the the head guy starts to admire him a little mm-hmm. bit towards
1: the end gives him his hat oh, that's right that's yeah, where, you he find out where he gets his hat Yeah, and you find out where he gets his scar which is yeah. uh, an actual scar that Harrison Ford just I think he got when he was oh 20. really I didn't even know that yeah he um,
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't even notice Harrison Ford's scar. Really? He's just so damn handsome. He you, no, you just you just, just kind of gaze into, into his eyes. eyes.
1: You don't even see the chin. <laughs> don't even see it. They uh, <laughs> yeah, you see where he gets his hat, uh, his hat, his whip, and uh, his uh, fear of snakes. Yeah. Um. And but yeah, the scar he got uh, when Harrison Ford. I think he was in a car accident, and he got it when he was yeah. like 20 or something like that. But it's
0: kind of it's kind of it's really well written. That whole mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, it packs a bunch of info in like what five
1: minutes? Oh yeah, if that. Yep, and uh, River Phoenix does a pretty good He's okay. job. He's pretty good. Um, like I, there was a couple of spots like his mannerisms. I thought were very Harrison Ford. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what are you going to do?" He's like, "I oh, don't know. I'll think of something." And, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, the only thing, the only issue I think I had with his character being that young, and maybe just because he was a kid, it, it kind of fits. Um, I felt like he was a little too idealistic. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And compared to who he was in Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom he was more greed, which maybe that's just him being on his own for that long a time, being away from his father. He kind of turned into that person, which I, so it still kind of works, but yeah, yeah. Um, he just that. felt a little too idealistic for um, that age of an indie transferring into, because the next time we see him chronologically is in Temple of Doom when he's more greed focused and yeah. all that.
0: Well, maybe he's yeah, he's, he has some resentment towards his father. So he's like... Yeah, so yeah, fuck so, it, I'm in for me. Ah, fuck these museums. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. the starving village. It's, it's mine, damn it. <laughs> it's Fortune and <mine>. glory. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, I like the way to it. <clears throat> like, like you said, he's, he's uh, apologizing for Temple of Doom. It starts off in this lighthearted Saturday morning cartoon romp, adventure, mini-adventure, mm-hmm. which I like that aspect of the movie. I like, I like the fact that it, it feels like it's being told through the eyes of a child. Mm -hmm. kind of, and then the tone kind of shifts right when you see Indy on the boat. And then he's actually, he's in peril for sure that could kill him. Um, So I thought that was, that's a smart decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess I didn't notice that. Yeah. That is kind of, he's reliving that like through his own memory, as far as um, his father being a mysterious figure in his life, but him looking like you could tell um, the person he ended up admiring most was that architect that he ran into when he was, a kid
0: yep and it the, I, I mean the, the script in this movie is it's pretty good pretty tightly written like everything connects with the previous scene or scene uh maybe not uh adjacent to like for instance for, for instance that one uh he gets that cross or whatever and then when, when he's on the boat he's trying to retrieve the cross again mm-hmm. and you see the guy in the white so you, yeah. you don't forget it kind of remember who he is but even when he runs into the, his dad's office and he's writing the let the diary, uh, for the Holy grail. Yep. And they mention that what, 30 minutes later when what's that guy's name? Uh, evil dude, Walter Donovan. Yeah. When he, when he opens it up and shows Indy that. So there's, there's a lot of things like that where they kind of harken back to the mm-hmm. previous
1: scene. Yeah. Cause I think the story was by George Lucas again. Um, and then also, uh, Minnow. Majes, Majes, Majes. I have no idea. Majes. Um, they pretty much developed the story, and then Jeffrey Boehm uh, wrote the screenplay. However, uh, it actually, there was a portion of it that was somewhat ghost-written. It was, um, oh, the person's name. Uh, what? Uh, I'll find it here in a second. But the uh, it was and they got a Broadway playwright hmm. to punch up the dialogue between uh, Indiana Jones and his father and doing that to kind of make the, that relationship matter a little bit more, which I feel um, definitely worked out for the best because, I mean, I think that's some of the... I mean, it's it's the best aspect of this whole movie. Oh, for sure. Is that relationship. Uh, Tom Stoppard. Uh Huh and where'd
0: you where'd you learn this did you like see it behind the scenes or something or trivia
1: uh uh, trivia gotcha i looked it up on the internet like a on the interwebs (laughs) (laughs) um but pretty i mean pretty much like any normal red-blooded american when you watch a movie you immediately go to imdb trivia and then just write trivia about it right if you you don't do that you're a psychopath
0: or what's the point of imdb trivia yeah why would you even bother
1: i know um but uh, he did not receive a writing credit for that. But, Bastards. Yeah, no. but, um, I know. How often think, do you
0: think that happens? I'm sure it happens a oh, ton. quite a bit. I sure mean, I think Carrie
1: ton. Fisher had, uh, I mean, a whole writing career just punching up scripts. with. Oh, really? With, um, uh, I mean, just...
0: Sarcastic dialogue? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just
1: more comedic stuff. Yeah. and. Um, or like, I mean, I think she specialized in dialogue was w- what her main thing was. Uh-huh. Um, but I think mainly like all throughout the 90s, like she had quite a few uh, films like, th- I mean, Steven Spielberg would bring her on and like huh. a lot of, um, I mean, she just knew a lot of people growing up in the industry and everything because her parents were in the industry. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I imagine it happens quite a bit.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. How would you f- How would you feel like a writer, though? Like a- written by... And then you know of all these people that, like, helped you out. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about that. So,
1: but, I mean, they might be used to it because I'm not too sure of the the rules behind it because I think you have to write a certain amount to be given a credit, I I would imagine. Sure. Um, Because some people end up fixing a script or rewriting a script on set without getting credit because they didn't rewrite enough of it. And it might be based on a percentage or something like Mm -hmm. that. So I'm sure it's something that... um, they uh i would imagine are used to and like anything else as long as they get paid they probably don't don't care because eventually it's going to get out anyways that they did that because it's pretty small i mean the hollywood is a pretty small community and like oh i mean as soon as someone i'm sure as soon as someone approached spielberg and said oh that i mean the parts between the father and son were great oh yeah well we hired
0: What's his face? Yeah.
1: What's his name? What's his nut? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to punch it up. Oh, really? Punch it up. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm. That's weird.
0: Cool. So yeah, what? So after we were introduced to Indy as a young kid, mm-hmm. what'd you, what do you think of the uh, rest of the movie? In terms of, in comparison to the tones of Raiders and, and Temple of Doom,
1: it it was definitely more comedic.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely noticed. It, noticed the difference then
1: compared to the other two, um, and. I would say it it started drifting away. People didn't feel as sweaty in this one. They they were still getting dirty and everything else. Um, And I don't know if it's just because the film stock had changed so much in the past uh, six years since Temple of Doom. But Temple of Doom was notably darker, but definitely between 81 and 89. I'm sure film stock, film quality... Advanced a bit because it it, this movie looks like it was shot, it could have been shot in the 90s, yeah. Um, so it felt a little bit cleaner. The um, but the remaining of the story it felt more treasure hunty, felt Mm -hmm. more, um, yeah, adventurous than I think Temple of Doom definitely did, yep. But um, but it did not feel as uh serious as Raiders. But it still had stakes. I mean, yep. it still had great stunts. Still Definitely. had
0: Oh yeah. Um, that tank scene's awesome.: Oh, the tank scene.: That was oh, great. great.
1: Um, I mean, even just uh, the motorcycle chase. That was great. And yeah uh, I mean there's quite a few scenes in there. in the boat the boat scene in Venice. yeah. Um, but it's not as action-packed as Temple of Doom and Raiders. Mm-hmm. but it feels like a more it feels like a more complete movie. Because it hits those emotional beats with the father son story. Yes,
0: it's very good. Yeah, I oh man, I know I noticed the tone, and I don't I don't know what I like more in terms of the lighthearted adventure that this is versus like the more seriousness of Raiders and Ta- I guess it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, I
1: th- I think this has a nice balance um, because you could go too lighthearted, uh-huh. which we'll talk about next week, and it where it just turns into a fucking cartoon yeah and nothing means anything (laughs) but um but I mean I feel I, I don't know it but I I discovered in this movie that I am a horrible critic because I get lost in stories that interest me so easily like even when we watch something for the podcast I'm just like I just get sucked in, and then I I look down and like, oh shit! I got three notes that I wrote <laughs> down because I'm sucked into the story, or like I don't want to spend too much time writing because I I just want to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I know.
0: Well, that's that's a that's a trademark of a good movie, then, yeah,
1: right? Yeah, you can just get lost in it. Yeah. It's, a, it's the pieces of shit that you can really You're kind right, of dive into and sink your teeth <laughs> into the amount of tapestry yeah. of bullshit that there is. Yeah. Um,
0: but man, is Sean Connery so good? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, he's the best.
1: Well. You got the cold open continuing with the James Bond theme. You get actual James fucking Bond. James Bond playing the father. Yeah. Um, and you get a new Bond girl. Uh, or yeah. What did you think of her, by the way? Did she uh,
0: step up from Willie?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You could tell.
1: Yeah. And um, <clears throat> she, I think she did a great job in this because, I mean, she plays a villain, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like, you, you still feel empathy for her um you still end up caring about her um when she goes off into the the abyss or whatever yeah uh probably just because i mean she's very similarly like minded to indi to indiana mm-hmm. um and uh but i thought mm-hmm. i th- i think she's great
0: yeah the only criticism i would have and that's just because they only have 2 hours to tell a story back when movies were only 2 hours you know remember remember those days yeah. 2 yeah. hours was the max uh, it felt a little rushed their whole relationship um mm-hmm. Which I get because he wanted to focus more on the relationship between him and his dad because mm-hmm. that's where the meat of it is. But I felt that like they're like towards the end when when she's about to reach for the the grail and Andy's saving her. I'm mm-hmm. like, would he really like yeah. put that much effort into it? I don't know. I don't yeah. buy it all that much, but I get it. You
1: know? Yeah, probably not. And I I don't think it was more of a love thing. I think it was just more of a lust right. relationship. Yeah. Um, which I could totally buy because they're just like. Eh. Yeah. yeah, fuck, fuck it. Yeah, but it's know. like
0: Indy; she double-crossed you. Yeah, slept with your dad. Basically, almost killed you. Let you let you to die. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're gonna. What, why are you saving her again? Is yeah. it just because you want a bone. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> this is come prob- on, bro.
1: The, hey, the power of boners is strong. Uh, oh my guess, and uh, it, it can it can conquer all. Well, it sure can.
0: <laughs> Jeez, but that's that would be my only criticism.
1: Yeah, it didn't bother me. Yeah. Um, so something that I enjoyed about this was the, um, the difference in personality Mm -hmm. between his father and Indiana to where you have his father's more of studious, academic, academic, um, and strict, more of a disciplinarian. And, uh, which is funny because they, they gave him a nickname, uh, I forget what they called him in the movie. He was like Professor something or another, but it was like um, he was a hard ass to his students and very strict. And with his son, he just let him do whatever he want. And he's like, "Do I ever tell you to brush your teeth? Go to bed? Do?" All-? I was like, <laughs> "I was like, you're strict with your students, but not not with your child. That's that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I like that aspect to where um India is obviously more the the more resourceful physical. Of the two but they didn't uh i wrote this down the yeah indy has more action is he's obviously more action oriented and but it doesn't not so much that it removes the usefulness of the father and because mm. um henry jones senior is still able to teach him lessons and yeah. uh has still has some authority over him to where indy can do all these amazing things and then Still slap Indy in the face when he says the Lord's name in vain. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else, and like Indy will just cower. Yeah. Like, yeah. like most people will, <laughs> their parents still yell at him no matter how old they are. Right. They're always going to be, oh, okay.
0: Or or when he does something very dangerous that turns out to work in the benefit of both of them, and then his dad just staring at him, like, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. He looks at him, like, what do you think of that? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, that he's that like so proud, thing. and he's just
1: like, you're proud of yourself? <laughs> like, you're, you're happy about that? <laughs> it's great. He's killing people. Like, yeah, when he blows people away, the machine gun, she's like, look what you did. <laughs> this is intolerable. <laughs>
0: That's good. And I, I, I like how they used to write characters uh, where they didn't have to spell everything out when they're, because you know there's tension between the two, but they don't like, they don't map out every detail of every, mm-hmm. every uh, um, gripe
1: or every. Yeah, they're not the, eloquent right. in their exposition of right. bitching.
0: They just know that, you know, and he even mentions it like, you know, and it got to mom because you weren't in our lives all that much. You, you, you were more into the grail, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but didn't have to dive deeper into that. You knew that, oh, okay, I get it. It, was, it had to do something with the relationship between uh, his dad, his mom and his dad and drove his mom away or something. Yeah.
1: And yeah, because I think she, she was sick mm-hmm. and, um, and she had like died suddenly or something yeah. like that. And, um, but yeah, I, I like the the scene when they're on the Zeppelin and they're sitting down and he's like, You remember the last time we had a cold drink? Or a, a quiet drink? Quiet drink, yeah. And um he's like, I had a milkshake. And like of course his father's like still in his yeah, diary yeah. and he's like, <laughs> Nothing's he's like Oh changed. yeah, what'd we talk about? He's like, That's the thing, we never talked. Yeah. And then he kinda like goes into it a little bit and he's like, It was a lonely time, blah blah blah. He's like, what? All right, we're here now. What do you want to talk about? And he's like nothing comes to mind it's like then what are you complaining about (laughs) and (laughs) to where um it's nice because like yeah at the time he probably wanted to say something and talk but it but them both realizing that like i mean this is what we have in common this is probably what we would talk about if anything and um just that aspect of it and kind (laughs) of deals with it and then kind of puts it to bed yeah
0: yeah um and I, I like that. Again, it's it, they don't they don't dive into the history of the mom, but because his he has uh, Indy has the uh, like the studiousness of his father, but you could tell he would get the adventurous side of his personality probably from his mom. Yeah, they don't say that, but mm-hmm. you because you begin to wonder why is why is Indy like that, mm-hmm. and then you you kind of understand. Yeah, like you kind of fill in the gaps. Oh, the writer lets the audience come to the realization without spelling it out remember those days jay mm-hmm. when you didn't yeah, have to spell they,
1: everything out they, they would infer yeah. things and you could use uh, just context of a film to mm-hmm. come to your own conclusions yeah um and let your mind fill in the rest of the blanks yeah um
0: but back to the comedic tone yeah, I, I feel like brody was definitely yeah um Way more
1: comedic than yeah. he was in Raiders, for yeah, sure. And, and de- the editing definitely helped out with that. When He's like, <laughs> oh, he's got a two-day head start. He he knows seven languages, and he'll blend in, disappear. And it just cuts out. Uh, excuse me, anyone in this town speak English? <laughs>
0: Can anyone understand what <laughs> I'm saying? Coming,
1: which was great. Sad thing is, he sadly died shortly after this movie came out. Uh, <clears throat> this was his... Yeah, I think it, this was his last film. I think so. Yeah, but yeah, they brought him back. They brought back Sala, mm-hmm. and uh, which you, I enjoyed him. He's, I did too.
0: I don't think he had a lot to do though. He did it.
1: I mean, he was there for. Um, I
0: feel like he was in the movie for like five minutes.
1: Yeah, moral support. But I mean, I I think it would have. I think he. I think he served his purpose. I mean, he was kind mm-hmm. of a comedic uh, presence, and he was there to kind of help Marcus or try and find Marcus. Um, but there for a little bit of support. Granted, yeah, he didn't have much to do even in the action scenes. Um, but um, he, he had a couple nights. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Nice I get, shots, I get the but, reason why he was in it too. He had, he did have a purpose. Um, But yeah, yeah. So overall like, yeah, he wasn't in that much. Which, yeah. But I did no I mean, disrespect to him or his character or anything, but I think it's like the right amount of time for that story. Because obviously the two, I mean, the two key elements are, is as father. Yeah.
0: And I, I do got to say though, I think of the three, uh, I, I mean Walter Donovan's a, a decent villain, but he was my least favorite of the the villains mm-hmm. that were in Raiders and Temple of Doom. He's still good, but I prefer um, crap. I already forgot. Is so, it Salomon or oh uh, Rollamon?
1: Yeah, Bel- roly poly. Roly poly. Roly poly. Anyway, from Temple of Scary Doom. dude. Yep, He's my favorite villain.
0: And then uh, Bellock.
1: Yeah, and. And I think probably because Walter Donovan, uh, he's just not. I mean, he's he he stays in line with the villain who's in it, but not for the politics, not for mm-hmm. uh, whatever country he's siding with. It's obviously his own. He's just a
0: megalomaniac. Yeah,
1: he he wants it for his own purposes. Yeah, and um, it's just working with the Nazis is the easiest way he thinks he can achieve his goal. Yeah. Um, same thing with Allison Duty to an extent. Um, the only real like hardcore Nazi I feel like is uh, was a Vogel. Um, Vogel, yes, and uh, who has a great look. I, I he just, does have a great look. Isn't he like aggressively German? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we say goodbye in Austria. This is how we say goodbye in Germany. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like the Austrian way better.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> so do I. Uh, but yeah, uh, Michael Byrne, uh, Byrne played Vogel. And Julian Glover played Walter Donovan, uh, both of which were in Star Wars. Um, oh
0: yeah, I remember. So, uh, I remember Julian Glover. I don't remember. Uh, so he yeah, played, yeah, like, Julian RTD Glover ta? was
1: in a uh, Adat or ATAT um, oh, okay. on Hoth, and then oh, Vogel. I think he was like a small.
0: He's a stormtrooper.
1: No, he he was a he was an officer of the Empire, um, but he he had he had a smaller role than what. Uh, Julian Glover did, but hmm. um, but yeah. So it start the movie starts off in
0: 1912. Yeah,
1: in Utah. Yep, and then later in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it's determined that Indy was born in 1899. So he's so so supposed to be 13. 13. That is. It's a very uh, that that advanced thirteen very advanced (laughs) River Phoenix probably twenty (laughs) two at the time playing a thirteen year old. Although to be honest, I think back then they didn't know when he was born. Probably not. Um,
0: They were like, yeah, whatever. No one's gonna connect the dots. It doesn't matter.
1: So, but this one, uh, the main story takes place in nineteen thirty eight, which is one year after. um, Oh wait. Uh no. So two years after, right? Two years. So two years after Temple of Doom, one year uh two no, two years after Jesus, Raiders. Whoa, Matt's hard.
0: Years. You need to calm down. Shh.
1: Shh. Woo. Two Remember, years. You should write it down and go get a pencil. Two years after Raiders. Get your um, phone out. And uh but yeah, so that way could they could still use the Nazis. Um Yep.
0: And it makes sense before World War Two breaks out.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, before...
0: Before all hell breaks loose. Yep, You you don't have time to run around chasing old relics. Artifacts and everything (laughs) else.
1: Um, Do you have any issues with this movie?
0: Hmm. I would say... I already talked about my criticisms of uh, the femme fatale and that relationship. But... I like, I, not really. No, in it, it, it's not really a criticism though either. Like when they get to the the, the uh, it's not a temple. Hey, I will call it a temple when they when they go to the place where the where the Holy Grail's mm-hmm. at. And we finally get some booby traps. Yeah, I'm like, I remember that being longer, but it's not. Yeah, it's only like it's really fast, mm-hmm. and I wanted it to be longer. So maybe that's selfish. Yeah, but uh, it felt short. But they they were, and even the second the second trap where he's like the word of god I don't, it didn't seem like it was like very far i felt like he could have like broad jumped it <laughs> so like, he was doing a lot of sidestepping i'm like can't you just like
1: get a ladder and just i i, I want know to know I mean? the technology they used yeah for making these booby tracks because when he falls through the J uh-huh. and he's hanging there's you see some supports but none of them are connecting the other squares that's very true and i'm like well the power of God is holding it up, which, which is huh. fine. But I want to know how the other booby traps are made. Like in, in Raiders, like you had the, like you put your hand in front of a light a piece of sunlight and a dart would shoot out. And I was actually yeah. talking about it with a buddy of mine this morning. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, what happens if the sun sets? Uh-oh. And, and then you just got <laughs> darts just flying fucking everywhere. Like, yeah. two <laughs> things. But, um, but no, great great craftsmanship on the booby traps. The I have one thing in there. The I thought the first booby trap is bullshit. God hates people. Here's the reason. So <laughs> okay. the the penitent man is humble. So uh-huh. the penitent man will pass. Sure. Is, is the first thing. And so he's like the penitent man, penitent And he's like, Oh, kneel. And then after which uh, then you, the penitent man, has to do a somersault, which isn't even in the clues. That's so it's very like, true. Oh, you kneel, and now we're going to disembowel you because <clears> fuck you, right?
0: That's very true. <laughs>
1: so a little bit of a cop out, like but it is a little bit. They they probably needed to add something there because they probably <laughs> they like they probably tested or rehearsed something to her kneel. shoom. I guess that was pretty easy. Let's <laughs> add something else where he's got to like duck. And yeah, roll. he's got to do something, something else. Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: But the uh, the sidewalk, the invisible uh, bridge, I really liked. Yeah, I, it's I, cool. I thought um, it was. It, it was. Uh, I always was fascinated how one it looked just dis- like one it looked completely invisible, and then um, and obviously just a green walkway sure. that they used, and then there's like a piece of it that looked computer. Generated or just like a motion map painting to where he was just kind of, and I think it was probably just computer texture over it. Um, but to where it like looks super super thin, and then when he finally walks across it, it just looks like a giant bridge from the perspective of what actually is there. Um, yeah. but I was just interested how they just evolved those <clears throat> shots, or they evolved the look of the bridge across uh, multiple shots for that.
0: Yeah, I so to keep. So to add on to your question, there, I, Jeez, <clears throat> what is going on? Oh, gross! Mm. Save the little chunks for me. Oh, yummy! <laughs> I would say the fault, the overall fault in the movie is is that it's it, it feels like, especially at the end when they're riding off and we named the dog after we named Indy the dog, it, and a lot of subsequent moments up to that point throughout the movie, it felt like just a fan service movie, like all right, we're going to add these moments because that's what the fans want. Maybe not necessarily... It's not organic to the story, but we're going to put these in here because it's more lighthearted. We're making up for what we did with Temple of Doom, and we're going to give the fans what they want. But it's not bad because it's still... I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. If it's what the fans want, there's a reason why they want it. It's because it's good stuff. Um, It's not really a fault. But this movie adds something to it that the other ones didn't have, which is those nice sentimental moments like the moment with indy and his dad when he thought when he thought indy fell off the cliff mm-hmm. and then of course it's it's ramped up because sean connery's doing the acting yeah. i mean he's really really good mm-hmm. like and they added that into it which there wasn't those heart-to-heart moments in raiders and temple of doom yeah
1: no it was just non-stop yes Stop. action yes. yeah and um and i think i don't know and I, because i've been trying to i've been trying to understand obviously this is my favorite one out of all of them, and and I don't, and it's part of the reason why I say I'm a shit critic because I I couldn't really look at this critically, at other than the fact that I was like ah, yeah fuck it I, I like it, <laughs> I, but one thing I noticed is like it's weird that this is my favorite one because this has I feel like no iconic indie moments mm. like because when you think of Indiana Jones you think of. Uh, uh, you call him Dr. Jones or you think of him running after the boulder uh, or running before away the from boulder, the boulder, away yeah. from the boulder. You think of um, him shooting the guy in the street, Yeah, shooting the guy in the street, cutting the bridge. You think uh, him putting the staff yeah. in there to find um, where the uh, <laughs> well well of souls. souls is yeah. and um, it's where there's not many. there's no iconic any moments in this. Like the only thing I can mm-hmm. really think of is you've chosen wisely like that scene. But, and that really didn't even have anything to do with Indy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he gets a couple of good uh, action scenes in this, <clears throat> but I, I did find that funny that I enjoy this the most, but it's iconically when people think of Indiana Jones, it's like the least Indiana Jones movie Of the three that we've seen so far, yeah, I agree. Um,
0: It's the most comedic movie, too. I think. I mean, yeah, Temple of Dooms. Yeah, it's got you know because short round, but just the uh, it's not. But it's more reactionary comedy. It's not like or situational comedy. Mm -hmm. It's not dialogue comedy. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not dialogue because I mean, there's a there's a bit in there when he goes to rescue his father when uh, they're having a conversation. It's like um, he hits him over the head with the vase. And yeah. he's like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." He's like, "Oh, thank God!" And like the entire time, Sean Connery's talking about the vase that he's looking yeah, at no. instead of conversing with his son. Yeah. Um. So it does a couple of those, uh, like who's on first bits or what, yeah, a little bit. But... Man, that
0: Sean Connery's so good in it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah, and I, he's I, such a good actor.
1: Yeah, I like how he is bumbling and not effective in action scenes but i mean he has the bird scene he has uh he has a couple of nice scenes to where you could see his strength of character uh-huh. um, and like one of my favorite lines in the movie is uh when um vogel's down there and he's like slapping me he's like why'd you come back for the diary what does the book tell you that it's not telling me and he keeps slapping him and then he like grabs his hand he's like it tells me that <laughs> morons like yourself should read books instead of burning them. <laughs> what tells
0: me? <laughs> Reading books instead of burning them. And it, It's weird. When he talks, I, I, I know he's from Scotland, but I've heard Scottish people talk, and they're way thicker. So I don't know if he was in like a, a, a specific part of Scotland, or maybe he was Americanized through James Bond, or his his accent slowly... Slid away and Something. it wasn't as thick. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, because I don't know
1: where he went to school. So, I mean, yeah, it could have know. been his education. It could have been... Because um, it's not their heart. <laughs> the the <laughs> yeah, it's like their tongue's getting <clears throat> swallowed back into their throat.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, that elevates the movie for me. It's it's a lot more lighthearted and it's got cheesy moments in there for sure. But it works well with the tone of the movie. So it's like, all right, what do you want? Do you want the the dark tone of Temple of Doom? Do you want like sort of the more adventurous mm-hmm. tone with Raiders, or do you want like the cheesy, sentimental, yeah, adventure slash comedy of Last
1: Crusade? Yeah, which I think, I mean, as as your main character gets older, you have to find you would have to find new things to. <clears throat> put into the movie to make it as entertaining because yeah. um, they would get to a point where, yeah, you can't just have nonstop adventure because then you're like, well, like your, your age is a factor. Like it, it starts to become unbelievable. Uh-huh. Um, and I think uh, breaking up the action, especially with Sean Connery, Sean Connery being in tow is at least, at least not him as a person, but his character, him being an older person um, to where Indy can't just it gives him a a reason to not be gun ho all the time because he has to come on dad and, yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, that whole thing um,
0: oh another thing I thought of watching the movie maybe it's a flaw but eh, whatever like when the the brotherhood you know in, were they in Rome or Florence yeah uh, the brotherhood that's protecting the secret of the the mm-hmm. Grail <clears throat> so. They're like chasing each other, and he even kills a couple of them. Uh, the guy's like, I'm ready to die. Are you ready to die? And then, oh, uh, let hop me tell you boat. who I am. Let All me right. tell you who I am. And oh, let me off at this dock here, even though I just tried to kill you. And if you let me go, I might still try to kill you. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll find you. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't make sense. Yeah. But you needed an <laughs> action scene, and there was an excuse to do an action. And that action scene is pretty,
1: yep. pretty dope. And it kind of brings him up again uh, later on. He uh, yeah. and his rest of his guys ambush uh, the, Nazis the Nazis in the canyon. Um, Which that scene
0: with the propeller—I don't know how they like did that. Like, I don't know if they could just turn off the propeller like at a whim. It seemed really coordinated. Like when they're when it's like <coughs> chomping up the mm-hmm. boat, and like you can tell it's Harrison yeah. Ford and the other actors. So yeah. I don't know if it, it's it a good scene. the dude on the
1: button. It's <laughs> like Clark Griswold. Like yeah. with the it's a good like, thing nah, they have- now. Phones back then because they'd just be like Bob Bob Bob, Bob oh no! fuck oh fuck Harrison's forehead head just <laughs> flies off yeah um, it'd be
0: interesting to see how that scene was made because it was good
1: look mm-hmm. good oh yeah I mean the the action scenes look great Um there's like weight to it like when you digitize that stuff yeah. it looks so bad yeah so when you
0: do it practically it's like all right
1: you, you can t- kind of into easily this easily tell yeah, yeah. And and even because I mean, the they're on top of a tank, mm-hmm. which they could do green screen if they need to, which I'm sure some parts possibly they did. There's a, a couple of shots in the movie to a where couple. it's like, oh, green screen, which yeah. I imagine were probably like pickup shots, yeah, um, that they had to put in there. Um, like when uh, probably the only iconic indie moment was when uh, oh, Harrison we Ford. One. Punches Vogel, throws him over the Zeppelin. Oh yeah! <laughs> and no ticket, and uh,
0: he's looking up and yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah,
1: he like looks up and gives him a reason, lets the audience know, okay, this guy's still alive. Um, but yeah, horrible green screen, but no, the, I mean the everything looked really good on top it of it. and I'm sure it was a mm-hmm. lot of work and planning that went into those scenes, but today's day and age, it's like, those are small stunts, but they are, or small, smaller action scenes, but they're done practically. So it looks better. And, but also I think what I think the major problem is, which we'll talk about next week, why some of those don't work is you care about the characters. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think the acting is just a Is a lot better when they're doing things practically because they have something to play off of Mm -hmm. instead of just, oh, see, we're going to have this big thing. It's going to be twirling around and to where if you get a bunch of people in the shot, you'll get some people just looking at things that aren't even there. It's just it takes you out of it and it's hard to do. And I get movie safety things have changed and all that. Yeah, it's still it's
0: doesn't mean they look better.
1: better. Yeah. (laughs) Indy hanging from the tank. Yeah. that's I mean, really that oh man, stuff is so good. A good it, it's a simple thing. Like he's his bag is caught in a gun, and they're gonna run him into a wall. And he's like, oh, fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, you can feel the weight of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, what? So what did you think of uh, the face melting versus the de aging, or sorry, the aging, rapid aging of Donovan? What did you <laughs> like more?
1: Uh, I like the rapid aging of Donovan. It's pretty because, cool. Um, one because they didn't have to throw flames in to appease uh-huh. uh, the MPAA, um, but. I I just think it fit fit really well for mm-hmm. um uh that scene. Uh that's actually also one of the uh first I think it was like digital <clears throat> hold on. Uh it was like okay, so um the way they did that was the first complete digital composite shot in Hollywood history. So what huh. they did was they, uh, Glover was filmed in several separate stages of the aging process, uh-huh. and then they just kind of digitally morphed them together a little bit and then uh, translated it back to film to make it look like all one shot. So it was kind of like what they do with stop motion, which is what they did with, um, I guess in Raiders they did wax. It was like dental shit yeah. that they uh, melted. And they just spit up the film. This one, so stop motion, you take one picture and you take you take 30 pictures for a fluid animation or you could do 15 in a second, whatever. But every 15 to 30 pictures is one second of film. And then you just move it a little bit each time, then you get stop motion. Um, but so it looks like they kind of did that, but just with prosthetics on his face. And mm-hmm. they would just take a picture, take a picture or shoot maybe a couple of frames or something and then just kind of use that. Merge footage. it all. Yeah dissolve it or look good yeah
0: pretty sweet Mm i would agree with you i like that more than the face melting stuff
1: yeah i mean it's more refined but i mean it's um i mean it's like almost a decade of technology that they had on their hands yeah i know that's true too um back then
0: what a final (laughs) test though it's so smart Mm -hmm. instead of just you know oh there's the cup (laughs) oh you found it (laughs) you found it damn that easy Yeah, that was cool good Good final
1: test. The uh so But Indy and his father should be immortal. I've heard that argument. It was but spe- it was oh. it was pretty much before Kingdom. You know, the well Crystal they didn't specify
0: skull. how often you had to drink from the cup.
1: True. Uh but they also there was a line in there it said, um now he uh you must not take the cup beyond the seal. Yeah. That is the price and the, um, there's the price and something or sacrifice for immortality, so I think mm. that also went with your, with your life, to where once you cross the seal, you're no longer immortal. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Um,
0: like you can be immortal, but you're yeah. gonna be in this you gotta, cave. You to fucking stay here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> with 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 the invisible. Glad ridge. you came. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was it worth it? Yeah. Hope you had fun. <laughs> yeah. What a bummer. So. <laughs> well, what did you, how would you, we talked about this last time. So I liked Raiders. I thought that Raiders is my favorite one of these. Mm-hmm. Is And you said that you liked Raiders m- more than Temple of Doom. Barely. Barely.
1: Yeah. It's like one rung up the ladder. <clears throat> so yeah, I think I said Raiders' legs is dangling right. in front of Temple of Doom.
0: So where would you put I think you already said it. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. it's your it's, favorite one. Yeah, it's my favorite one. Okay. Yeah.
1: The and 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 again, it's it's probably just because this is the one I saw the most when I was a kid. Sure. And, uh, but it's more fun. It's more. I, I feel like it's more of a complete movie um, than Raiders. I like Indy's character. Uh, I don't know. I get. I want to say I'm more attracted to Indy's character in Raiders than I am in uh, Crusade. Uh, no homo. Um, more of, <laughs> like, he's more... Uh, I, it, he's more like a, like, grrr, like swashbuckling in Raiders. Yeah. And yeah. But I like the dynamic between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's aspects of Raiders that I do like a little bit better than Crusade. But overall, I think Crusade... I feel like it's a better movie it's um it's comedic, but it's it uh has the emotional beats that work, and the stunts are great and they still mean something and they um it's not so funny that it takes away from the seriousness of the movie mm-hmm. um the so yeah, I mean number one for sure. how about you? yeah,
0: I definitely changed my mind. This is my favorite one, yeah, yeah, I just like it more yeah. It's just more fun.
1: Well, let me tell you why to hate it. So, <laughs> they're in uh they're in the hotel in Venice. Uh-huh. They're I think they're in uh Walter Donovan's apartment because he they said that he could use my yeah. apartment, so you're supposed. Florence. To? Yeah, Florence. And um so they're in the apartment and Harrison Ford's in a robe and talking to Mar- uh Marcus uh-huh. and then he goes to talk to um. Oh, hot Nazi chick. Th- that's her character. Elsa. El- Elsa. And, um, <laughs> he walks into her room, and her room's ransacked. Yeah. And then she was listening to the radio, and then he walks into his room, and his room's ransacked. And I'm like, "You just got out of the shower. Your hair is wet. At what point? How long were you talking to Marcus that you couldn't hear people destroying your right?" apartment room or or wherever you were staying at like that that was like the one thing and he even made a comment. he's like oh she ransacked her own room i fell for it and i'm like the fuck did you not even hear it in the first place like yeah. what were you doing to where I... yeah and because it couldn't he he couldn't have been in the shower no and then come out because he would no. have had to pass through his room it yep well, if Elsa's in her bathroom listening to music, was that was that it? Oh, she couldn't hear it getting ransacked because she had the music on. Well, sure, that I could see is believable, but oh, okay, because she was in the shower the whole time. Oh. Harrison Ford had left the shower, so while he was talking with Marcus, they ransacked everything. They ransacked everything, and hmm. it's like, what was he doing? I I call bullshit. I, I you're right. Plot hole. It's number four for me.
0: Well, there's another <laughs> there's another uh, fuck up when Indy's on the tank and mm-hmm. it's like blown to shit on one end and it's all spiraled up and he's like, yeah. And then they turn, he avoids being crushed to death. And then he's just hopping back up again. Like he somehow like wiggled his way around the, yeah. <laughs> and then hopped <laughs> up. I'm like, I thought he was caught and that is amazing. Well, whatever. It's fun. It's, it's all right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Physics don't apply. No big deal. Oh. But yeah, I would say I, I just like this more because it's more fun. Mm-hmm. You could argue that I think Raiders has a better script. And Karen Allen is by far, in a way, yeah. way better. That relationship's really good. That I enjoy that. Um, the stakes are still there. I mean, so you could argue that maybe it's a better script. Maybe maybe it's a better made film. But Last Crusade is by far more fun mm-hmm. than than Raiders is. I agree. I uh yeah. It's very yeah, enjoyable. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. Uh good. Yeah.
1: Anything else on Last Crusade? No, I'm good. All right.
0: I recommend it. Go watch it.
1: Uh I recommend it too. Yes. It is good. Join us next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh as we swing from vines and discuss <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh as always you can comment on our episodes. At uh, acastwithno name. or on our YouTube channel, YouTube slash at a cast no name, and uh, all that. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Till next time, Jay. Till next time.